Welcome to the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as Tifa Project for short, a podcast show that features stories and life lessons told by American women of Filipino descent. We're your co-hosts, Jen Amos. And I'm Nani Dominguez. And thank you for joining us. If today's conversation resonates with you, text us and let us know at 415-484-8329. And if you want to show us some love, buy us boba at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jen and Nani. It says coffee, but we love boba. Again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com slash Jen and Nani. Awesome. With that said, thank you all for your love and support. Now let's get into the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to, wow. I mean, this is sort of a special episode, Nani, because I feel like, you know, since episode 100, we are really starting to roll out with some good stuff for our listeners, but let me not get ahead of myself. And in case for whatever reason, we don't have an intro thing, I'm Jen Amos. (laughs) And of course my co-host Nani Dominguez is back on with me. So Nani, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back everybody. Yes. And you know, if you've been following our show up until this point, you may have noticed that we often have a guest that we interview. And since episode 100, we've decided to switch it up where one week we will do an interview like we always do. And then the other week, we're going to talk about a live event or a special event or a special recording that had recently happened that will now be on our new show that I haven't really talked a lot about, Nani. You're usually really good at reminding me because I don't know why I keep forgetting, but we do have a new show called Christmas with Jen and Nani. And this show is reserved to all of our members and people who support us on biasboba.com. And so part of what we're going to do in this episode is talk about it, (laughs) is talk about our membership program and the benefits and all that good stuff. But Nani, any opening thoughts on Christmas with Jen and Nani and biasboba.com? Yeah. So if you guys subscribe to our newsletter, then you've been seeing our little teaser section in there for the last few weeks Mm -hmm. for this new platform that we're going to be launching with that will give you access to exclusive content if you sign up to be a member. And so this is our official announcement of that launch. Yes. Um, And so today we're just going to give you a little overview of the first video of the first episode that we're going to be launching on that platform. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, And so, yeah, from here on out, we'll be using more of the TIFA space to also just give you guys a little synopsis of what is going down on that platform so that you can subscribe. Yeah. And part of why we're doing this is because with every conversation that we've had on the show, it's really encouraged our conviction to have deeper conversations. Right. And however, you know, Nani and I have lives. Uh, We both work full time. And as much as we want to make everything available, we have, you know, decided that our show is worth, is worth something. And if you see value in our show, that is why we started biasboba.com because we want to continue these conversations. We want to go deeper with you and it's going to require a lot more energy on our end and being able to pull people from our own personal lives to have deeper conversations. And that's, you know, for me, Nani, it's like, I would feel more comfortable 
you know, bringing on like people that are in my life on a private platform, if that makes sense versus a public platform, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm excited about that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people I think that reach out to us and they're curious about us. They want to get to know more about our backgrounds and Mm -hmm. the relationship that you and I have and what our kind of surrounding environments are. And so for those people, we want to have like a safe space for us to share that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. uh, while still maintaining this platform. Um, You know, nothing will be changing here on the TIFA project. We're still going to be interviewing Panais and pulling the stories and life lessons that they want to share for our community. I think that this new platform, Chismas with Jen and Nani, is just going to be you know, a deeper dive into the Penai experience beyond just stories and life lessons. It's going to be content that focuses more specifically on like hot topics that are mm-hmm. going on, like cultural learning or history education lessons. We're basically just going to be bringing on more people that contribute to the Phil Am community rather than just Phil Am women. So mm-hmm. it'll be, you know, guests like my dad maybe, or like mm-hmm. our husbands and fiancés. <laughs> right. Well, there's only one of each, sorry. <laughs> Nani's fiancé and Jen's husband. <laughs> yes. Or our non-Philam friends or experts to talk about, you know, specific subjects. So we get a lot of feedback again about people asking us not only about our personal lives, but to dive in on, for example, the anti-Asian hate crimes that are going on today or, you know, Filipino American education system, things like that. So, yeah. uh, And even like having like a, like, and also, yeah, exactly. And having like a deeper discussion about even some of the listener, listener feedback we've been getting via emails, you know, like the novels, (laughs) the love letters that, you know, we get from you just being able to dig in deeper and, and be able to have those discussions, which, you know, I'm really excited about, you know, also I'm excited to, in a way, slow down with our interviewing, partly because we've rounded up just some incredible women throughout our community. I mean, a hundred episodes later, we are collaborating with some people, you know, like Stacy, for example, and we want to focus more of our time deepening even those relationships. And so, you know, it's, it's fun, I think, to arrive to this place where, It's like, how can we continue to evolve and make use of our time, but also respect our time, right? Because again, you know, you and I are working full time and you're about to be a mom and, you know, like I'm not, but I still have (laughs) stuff to do in my life, (laughs) you know, but the whole idea is just acknowledging that I know for a lot of our listeners, when they hear our show, when they first hear it, they binge it, you know, they, they binge it from the very beginning and go through every single one. And I really appreciate that because you know, it's kind of like binge watching a show versus like watching it weekly with like the whole world, you know, it's like, there's so much that happens within that week, you know, like press releases or like, you know, just like things to anticipate for the next, you know, next episode of this, you know, TV show of sort. And so it's been really fun that in between these weeks, we've been able to, you know, dive in deep with our listener feedback and even you and I, just all the work that we do offline to really make the show consistent. It is quite fascinating when people 
you know, catch our show for the first time and binge listen to it. And, you know, it's just, they, I mean, I'm not saying they missed out on all the fun stuff that happened in between, but, you know, just to acknowledge that Nani and I are in a space now where, you know, we want to continue to evolve the show. And yeah, part of that is slowing down in certain places and speeding up in others. So again, you know, here we are 100 episodes later, the next 100 episodes is going to look so different, I think, from the first 100 episodes. Yeah. I think like we always say, the direction that we take this show is always in direct response to the feedback that we're getting from you guys and, you know, the pulse that we keep on the community and what we see you guys want more of or what we see the community is hungry for. So Mm -hmm. again, this is just a response to that. And hopefully you guys will, you know, dive in with us and really enjoy this new content that we're going to be promoting. Yeah. And, you know, as we grow our biasboba.com membership, we are going to be rolling out with some special offers. I haven't thought of them yet, but if you continue to follow our show consistently, you'll be able to hear because, you know, our membership is, it's not like the cost of a normal podcast show where most members, let's say, sign up for like a dollar membership or three or $5. At the time of this recording, our starting membership is $9 a month. And I know that for some people, that's a lot right now, you know, to be able to commit that much. However, like I said, we are going to be coming out with some, you know, special offers on how you can have access to the membership, possibly lifetime, you know, depending on how you engage with us and how you interact with us, you know, so be on the lookout for that. And again, part of getting access to that or knowing how to get access to that is to listen to our show and and just pay attention to when we, you know, give out that special opportunity to join because it's going to be great. Like even right now, even though we're slowly starting, like kind of even though we're slowly starting the show, I just think that there's going to be so much good stuff. Like once we get the ball rolling and I can't wait, I can't wait to just kind of dive deeper and be more candid and, and everything and try to relax, I guess you can say, take it easier for some, I I guess is a good way to describe it. Yeah. It will be like another home for us. Yeah. Where like, I don't wear, well, I don't wear shoes now, but, um, No shoes in any of our homes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it'll be more relaxed <laughs> is what we're trying yes. to say. So with that said, we actually want to take this time to thank the members. Actually, real quickly, let's talk about the episode that's coming out today. Actually, it's going to be released. I'm mean, at the time of this recording really next Friday, but you know, let's talk about what's going to be released right now. And if you haven't been able to watch the anti-Asian hate roundtable discussion on Facebook and YouTube, and you no longer notice that it's on there, it's because it's now going to be archived in biasboba.com. And so really what we're doing, what we're doing moving forward is we plan on having like live shows, but then, you know, they're only going to be available for replay for a limited amount of time for free before we put it, you know, in our membership site, biasboba.com. So it's really going to be able to archive all of the stuff we've done live. I mean, any other additional things, extra bonuses that, you know, will not be as available on our show, the Tifa project. So anyway, I don't know, Nani, any thoughts on that? (laughs) Yeah. So if you guys had a chance to check out the anti-Asian roundtable discussion that we did a couple of weeks ago live on YouTube and Facebook, that is what's going to be archived on the platform that we're talking about right now. Yeah. Have you thought much about that since that time, Nani, since that whole discussion? I mean, I've just, I feel like I've had my blinders on. I mean, just like, you know, just diving deep into work and 
I don't know. I think because it's just so much to take in, um, even till this point, it's like, what can you do? I mean, we've, we've talked about it. We've, I mean, obviously there's ways to support and you can listen to the show again on biasloba.com to learn about those call to actions. But yeah, I'm just curious if you had any reflections or thoughts, you know, after we did that roundtable discussion. Yeah, I think that there was a lot of good information and really good perspective packed into that conversation. And it's something that personally, like I feel the need to listen to, listen back to like multiple times in order Mm -hmm. to really comprehensively reflect on it, I guess you can say, but Mm -hmm. there was a lot of, again, perspective onto the background as to why this is happening today. Also unpacking kind of how we feel about it and how exhausting it's been, Mm -hmm. not only for our community, like as a collective, but also for us as individuals in the spaces that we're each in, because there were five of us in that discussion there. And then we also gave a lot of kind of call to actions or ideas to think about moving forward. So we hope that the point of it wasn't just to be, you know, contributing to like the heightening of all this trauma, but to give you some kind of hope to, as to what you can do about it moving forward or, how you can kind of shift your mindset to cope with it going forward. And I think that that is what I've been trying to focus on more since that discussion is really just reflecting on it and trying to keep it top of mind in everything that I do instead of just reacting to it when new things come out in the news and, you know, repeating this cycle of just becoming really upset and angry and wanting to yell about it. But then you know, it's still happening. So feeling like I'm hitting that wall of like hopelessness and defeat and just like, it's never going to end. And like, this is just this ugly mental space that you're stuck in. I'm trying to really like grow out of that and think like, okay, how can we, you know, one of the things that we touched on in the end in the call to action part of the conversation was to build the strength of our own community and really contribute like direct our energy, our money, you know, cause at the end of the day, you have to go grocery shopping, you have to mm-hmm. buy clothes, you have to, there are certain things that are necessities in life, but mm-hmm. you don't have to get them from, you know, certain institutions. If those institutions are not contributing to your community or are not, are harmful to your community. And so there are just little ways like that, that you can be more intentional with your time, with your focus, with your money, with, whatever kind of energy it is that you're exhausting in order to benefit your community and really build the space that we can operate on our own instead of trying to trying so hard and exhausting ourselves and hitting that glass ceiling, you know, trying to break through in, in these white supremacist like institutions, I guess, and systemized spaces like academia, which is what we were mainly talking about, I think, because the three guests that we had on on that conversation were all really involved in higher academia. And so we were hearing a lot about their experience and their struggle in making strides in those spaces and, you know, learning, but also trying to organize in those spaces and how Mm -hmm. just hard that's been for them. So yeah, thinking about ways that we can build ourselves a network that is not dependent on that, those institutions, I guess. That was all beautifully said, uh, everything that you said. I guess it's just kind of affirming to me as to why I became an entrepreneur oh so long ago now. Yeah, a decade. It'd be 11 years this year. That's crazy. 
but I mean, just the whole, yeah, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Hasn't been best. I'm not a millionaire. Just so y'all know, I don't want y'all to think I'm like, that's okay. You're still here and you're still making (laughs) it. Yes. (laughs) Like, I don't want y'all to think I'm like, I made it, you know, like, but yeah, anyway, that's just, it's kind of like the starving artist story. It's like, you've been a starving. I mean, I'm not saying I'm starving, but anyway, no, part of like when I first came into entrepreneurship, it was really out of necessity. Like I was fired from four jobs and I just, I got into sales because it was like the one thing that wouldn't fire me. And that led me into starting my own social media company and then eventually working with my husband today. And in that whole experience, I was just talking to Scott about this the other day, actually, that like, I was like, you know, with with everything that's going on and even in regards to the anti-Asian hate crimes, I have to honestly say that you know, I feel very fortunate to not personally have experienced a lot of racism or outright racism. I mean, there's like, you know, microaggressions here and here and there, and that's still very much valid. But I think that's sort of why I've come to love entrepreneurship is I, I personally have found it to be like the greatest equalizer and also podcasting, podcasting. I've been fortunate to be in this bubble and talk to people from all walks of life. And I'm grateful for that. At the same time, it, 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 I think that's why often I'm at a loss of words when I hear everything that's going on. And especially when my group of friends locally told me what was happening in our own neighborhood, you know, it was just like, whoa, like, like, I don't know if I've just been really good at dodging bullets or like, you know, or here it is, you know, here, like it's happening now, you know? And again, I still feel like I'm trying to find my words and all that, but I say all this because we do need to create the change that we want to see, you know, like I I feel fortunate to be in a place where, you know, I mean, I'm very grateful for the life that I currently live and it's because I worked really hard, you know, to create it. And if we want the representation that we want to see, we have to create it. And that's part of why we're doing what we're doing here. You know, like it goes back to our conversation with our D's. I keep thinking about her because that conversation was so impactful as to why she started her own production company, because, you know, she wanted POC voices represented and, you know, just these bigger companies Like it's just, they have different standards still, you know, when it comes to that kind of representation. And I just love how she is being the change that she wants to see. And I like to believe that we're doing that too, Nani, like on our show here at Tifa Project and now with just Miss with Jen and Nani. And to know that you all do have the power, you do have the ability and you are enough, you are capable and, you know, we need you. (laughs) We need you to continue to help us, you know, be part of the conversation or be the change that you want to see in whatever industry that you're in, where you feel like you're the only, you know? And so anyway, that's my little uh, pep talk for the day. Any thoughts on that, Nani? (laughs) Yeah, and I think that it's more so, you know, some people can get confused if they haven't experienced those outright, you know, acts of like racism Mm -hmm. and discrimination in their own spaces. And I think that those are a part of it, you know, racism and white supremacy, it it wears many faces and it's not Mm. only upheld by, you know, white people committing acts against people of color. It's also interbred within communities of color and specific communities by themselves. And it's not really about, you know, someone acting, committing like an act of outright, like hate against you per se, but it's more so about the systemic level that we've seen that and how the standard of excellence is set, you know, as a whole, even within Mm -hmm. podcasting or spaces that we feel like we can thrive in, there's still the standard of excellence that's been set by historical examples that we're fighting against. And a lot of the times we don't even recognize that, you know what I mean? Because it hasn't stopped us from doing 
what we've wanted to do or, you know, inserting ourselves in certain spaces. But I think my point is that that representation that you're talking about that we're creating through this podcast and the new platform that we're launching are just so, so important to support because it's like this exchange of power within our community, within the Panay community specifically, and the way that we're building dependency on each other rather than that recognition from, you know, the larger podcasting institution or the larger academic institution, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it's a space for us to create our own power and again, depend on each other rather than waiting for that stamp of recognition, I guess, um, from the larger institutions. So I guess that's just, that's the only thing I would have to add. Yeah. Which you said so beautifully because we've been working really hard on a paper (laughs) that we hope to have out. And so everything you said, I feel like you were referencing (laughs) the paper that we're working on. Those thoughts were definitely coming from the last conversation we had about our paper. So I haven't had time to look at it and go through it again yet, but I will do that before we meet tomorrow. Definitely on my (laughs) to-do list. Yeah. And it goes back to our earlier discussions about like, you know, can Nani be a professional writer? Can Jen be a professional podcaster? If, Mm -hmm. you know, we haven't had prior experience in a more quote unquote traditional professional setting. Yeah. And, And we've decided, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we can be professional because we're like, we're trailblazing in our own way. And like you said, we're creating this dependency or interdependence within our own community so that we don't always have to, you know, reach out for that external approval of sorts. Although I do, you know, I do believe that it's okay to you know, be at someone else's table. I also think you need to build your own table, you know, like you need to do both until maybe you can just completely branch off. We are confident now in saying that, but we really couldn't, couldn't do that without you, the listener. You know, I couldn't call myself a writer if I didn't have an audience to write to. And we couldn't say that we are transforming the traditional sense of journalism Mm -hmm. if we didn't have the audience to tell our stories to and share our life lessons with. So Mm -hmm. again, that's how we're creating. It's just such a simple way that we're creating this interdependency amongst each other. And the larger we get, the less that we have to depend on those institutions. And that's exactly why, you know, when you think about the organizations that you donate to or the grocery stores that you shop at, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Those where you buy your clothes from, where you buy your household supplies from, if there's, I don't think there's a lot of like Filipino markets in the place, in the space that I'm in right now. But Mm -hmm. if there is one in your area, support that instead of going to Target or Safeway or whatever your local store is, you know, support those spaces and direct your, you can be more intentional in that way that you support our community without having to make any real like effort. If you're still trying to find your words, if you're still trying to figure out how you feel, that's literally the least that you can do, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that. That reminds me of like this successful entrepreneur that I knew some time ago, years ago, where like they were so successful, they decided to like write their first book and like publish it online, but he wasn't a writer. Like he, he wasn't, in fact, if you like read the book, you could, you could just tell he was like, not a writer. Like it was almost as if he was just talking and it just ended up on paper, but the book became successful because like they were already successful in a certain space that he was able to make this book. And I say all that because it's like, 
we're redefining what success means to us. You know, like we don't have to go by the standard of, like you said, of like the, you know, the old traditional organizations. I just remember in college when I used to study grammar and spelling and all that, because I went to school for journalism, media studies with an emphasis in public relations. And it was one of those like impacted degrees where you had to take extra tests to actually get into your program. And I just had all this anxiety, Nani, of like trying to like live up to those standards. And I barely made it. Like, I think to pass the grammar test, it was like 80 points or something. And I got like 81 on my second try. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, Woo, I made it, (laughs) you know, and, you know, just that pressure. And I know that standard is there for a reason, obviously, like, you know, it's there for a reason. However, it is nice to have found a space where you and I, you know, can trailblaze essentially. And like we keep saying, like redefine what success means for us. And as long as we're serving people and people like what we're serving them, the quality is subjective, right? Like it it really depends on who's consuming that content and if they can, you know, and the quality that they interpret it to be. Yeah. And I mean, I feel the same way. I have never done well in, you know, academic settings or that kind of like controlled environment where there's that pressure, especially with test taking, you know, I've always gotten good or okay grades, but under the pressure of like taking a grammar test or the SATs or something like that, it's just, I don't know, mentally it, it messes me up and it, alters my ability to perform. And I think that, you know, the academic system in in particular is just so outdated and needs to be rethought entirely, like reconstructed entirely, because it only speaks to, you know, one kind of personality type, which is like the alpha personality type that really thrives in those kinds of challenging environments, but not everyone does. And so what's left for those of us who don't, you know, perform well, when we feel challenged in that way, Yeah. And that's why, you know, I'm so grateful for a space like this to be able to explore those skills and those strengths that I do have, but that just haven't been like nurtured, I guess, from, from those institutions like school or college, which again, I didn't go to. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, for sure. No, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how the school system, and I'm sure this is going to be a controversial statement. Like the school system really builds you up to seek someone else's approval and, you know, with the intent that you're going to get a job somewhere and then seek their approval. And then you're basically spending the rest of your life seeking someone else's approval approval. Mm -hmm. where for us, it's like, we're just like, we just want to be us and we want to, you know, we want to be us and we want to explore who we could be in an environment that feels safe for us. And so anyway, I'm just really happy about that. All right. So, you know, where where are we at? (laughs) (laughs) So in the spirit of building community and building, you know, dependency on each other, rather than seeking it, you know, from external institutions that don't really do anything to benefit to benefit our community. We are using this new platform, Christmas with Jen and Nani, as an opportunity to do that with you all and be in community with you all and build that strength and network with you all. And so we just wanted to give a shout out, special shout outs to some of our initial supporters on that platform who are going to make it possible for us to do that. 
Yes. So let me go ahead and go down the line. We're going to go ahead and start with our supporters at biasboba.com. And so our supporters are ones who just decide to buy us like one, two, three, 20 cups of boba. And so from that range, let me just go ahead and give just shout outs to each of them with their first name, just by a first name basis. So Morgan, who was on our show yes. for the anti-Asian hate roundtable discussion. So thank you, Morgan, so much for supporting us. Also your fiance, Nani, CAD. He actually contributed a number of times, but we'll save that for the membership <laughs> portion. I'm really excited to say that name, by the way, if you don't mind me saying it out loud, how he named himself, but I loved it. I laughed really hard how he named himself. So, and I, I tried to figure out a way from the internal system to change the name that he put, but there's not a way. That so doesn't... now if you guys want to know what that is, you can go on biasboba.com. <laughs> and unfortunately that's public information on that website there. So you can see it for yourselves. It's yeah. pretty embarrassing for Nani, but that's okay. You, you know what? I won't even read it out loud just so you all can check it out. Like it's great. Yeah. Like, yeah. You it. should, you should check it out on your own. We don't need to promote it here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. The next person we want to give a shout out to who's been very engaged with us and, and actually, you know, initially she didn't want to be recognized, but I want to give her a shout out anyway, because she's been so supportive of our show. So Leah, yes. we just want to give a shout out to you. Thank you so much for your support on our show. The next person we want to give a shout out to is Annalisha. Thank you so much for supporting our show and for being a part of our community. The next person is my cousin, Joff. Thank you so much much for your support and for your donation. I didn't even know that you, you know, were listening to the show or that you knew about the show, but you must have found out from one of my dad's posts on Facebook or something. <laughs> so thank you so much for that and for participating here. Yeah, absolutely. And the next person we want to give a shout out to is Michelle. Nani, I know that you and I are Michelle Whirl. And I know Nani, we've been talking to her extensively uh, via email. So any thoughts on that? And, you know, just give a special shout out to Michelle. Yeah, Michelle is one of our really interactive supporters who has reached out on multiple fronts to just express what the show has meant to her and how it's helped her kind of unpack things in her own life and her own journey. And she's done that, you know, in like podcast review form, she's done it by Instagram DM. She's emailed us. She has done it via my blog and, you know, some individual posts that I wrote that really spoke to her and that she even shared with some people in her household to work through things that they were going through. And just the level of detail that she has provided us with how the content that we've been posting has been really impactful in her life is just so, so significant and so heartwarming. And just like, I can't explain what it means to me to, you know, be making those kinds of differences in someone's such personal life, you know? Mm -hmm. So thank you, Michelle, for all that you've shared with us. I know that you know, a lot of people have similar experiences in how they digest the show and how they um, manifest what they learn from it in their own lives. But for you to come back and take the time to sit down and share it with us is, it means the world to us. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being engaged with us. And she, it was funny, she was telling a story how she was buying boba. And then she thought about how we have our biasboba.com website. <laughs> so she decides like, oh my gosh, that's really good messaging there. You know, like really good, like subtle messaging. And then yeah. therefore she decided to get us boba. So thanks, Michelle. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, both for your, you know, words of support and also for your donations here on biasboba.com. Yeah. And the next person, actually, they decided to go and be anonymous, but they put someone uh, in the description. (laughs) And so someone, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for your support on our show. Someone donated twice. So we wish we had your name to shout you out. But if you do uh, want a shout out, feel free to text us and let us know that was you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think they said someone on purpose, right? They're like, I don't want to, you know, um, no, I loved it. So the next person, next shout out would be to Doris Rabang, who is the mother of our D's. Nani. So yes. shout out to Doris. Thank you so much for Tita Doris. <laughs> Thank you so much for your support and, you know, supporting our show and also listening to your daughter's story. You must be amazing to have a daughter like that. BTW. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Next person is, so this person, I think this is probably like a Twitter. Oh, it looks like it's a Twitter. So give me one second and we give him a shout out on Twitter. So Allison was watching our roundtable discussion on anti-Asian hate and decided to support us as well. So Allison, thank you so much for your support. And then last but not least, we have Nicole. Nicole, let me see if she left a comment. No, she did not. So Nicole, thank you so much for your support. And these are all the supporters. These are people who have gone on our website and decided to buy us one, one, two, three, five, 20 cups of boba. And we're just extremely grateful. You know, at the very beginning, it was already so impactful to hear from all of you, but to now be in a position where we are asking you to financially support us and you're actually doing it, you know, it just touches our hearts. So thank you so much for your support. Um, Nani, any thoughts about our supporters? Yeah, just thank you so much. And I hope that you continue to be engaged. I hope that you consider in the future becoming a member so that you can, you know, continuously receive that acknowledgement and recognition and be in community with us as we launch this platform and start to release the content that we have for you guys. But we definitely appreciate the individual donations just as much and We have big things in store for what to do, you know, with these funds. And we want you to know that those donations are going to be helping us create some really meaningful content for our community. And hopefully, again, a direct response to what you all are hungry for. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said, as always. So now let's go ahead and get into our members at biasboba.com. So just so you know, our members are pretty much people who've decided to support us on a monthly basis. And so I have to give a shout out to one of our first members, which is Rain. So Rain, she actually was on our show. Let me just pause here for a quick second to give her a shout out for her episode. So shout out to Rain, episode 90 at thetifaproject.com. I mean... Her episode really struck a chord with me, Nani, just how honest she was about motherhood and her choice, like just the choices she decided to make in her journey since she became a mother. And uh, there's so much to say about it. There's so much more, but I would prefer that you all check out episode 90 to uh, take a listen. But, you know, even after that, she has just been in continuous communication with us, emailing us, even works for your aunt, Nani. Yeah. Really crazy how quickly these relationships have blossomed and just, you know, even in just the recent episodes alone. 
Yeah, I think Rain is a great example of someone who really bravely stepped up to the plate to share their truth. And as someone who, you know, when we interviewed her, I had just found out I was pregnant. I hadn't shared that with with anyone yet, Mm -hmm. you know, except for you and like a select few people. But Mm -hmm. to hear her story really was like jerking the emotions (laughs) for me. And we won't give an overview of it because you guys should listen to it and hear her words come from her mouth. But ever since then, we've just built this like really beautiful connection with Rain where we talk to her on a pretty regular basis. She's referred us to insert ourselves into all these other spaces and uh, panels that we can participate in. And she's gotten into business with my family as a result of one of my aunties listening to her episode and reaching out to her. So Mm -hmm. she's just an example of someone that is really choosing to be in community with us and build with us here. And so we want to make sure that she gets the recognition that she deserves. That's right. So shout out to you, Rain. We love you. We appreciate you. And we're just excited to expand the Tifa family because of you. So thank you. Yes. The next member, Nani, is someone very (laughs) special in your life. Do you want to, do you want to give the announcement? (laughs) Shout out to my dad. (laughs) Yes. Yes, My dad, it means a lot for him to, you know, be so supportive. And I know that I've talked about how much he's been supportive in terms of, you know, posting our, our stuff on his Facebook or donating or becoming a member or even buying me a mic and setting up my audio equipment for me. It's just, it's come at such a surprise to me, I guess, because I have done a lot of like personal exploration and unpacking of my own experience on the show. And he and I have not always had, as I've stated many times before, mm-hmm. the best relationship. And so I think that this project, although I tried to keep it, you know, a secret at first, and I was really scared to share it with him in particular, out of fear of what his response would be to the things that I've said on this show, or, you know, the ways that his actions have impacted me, and what I've had to work through on my own, I thought I was going to be really in for it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) After he listened to that, but it's just been really relieving, I guess, for him to listen and not be offended and for him to actually be, it's a new way for us to have these intimate conversations with each other without offending each other and without, Mm -hmm. you know, having those kind of clashes that we used to have. And so I'm just really grateful to the platform and to you, Jen, for giving us the space to unpack those things in a way that is not combative with each other and in a way that we can digest each other's responses, I guess, to our history in a way that evolves our relationship and really has improved it a lot. And to see how supportive he's been ever since learning about the show. And, you know, I just, I hope he's proud of me. And I hope that even if it doesn't always paint him in the most beautiful light, you know, I appreciate his support so much. Um, and the feedback that he always gives me, you know, every week when we release a new episode and he listens to it and calls me to tell me what he thinks about it, you know, that just 
those conversations are, I hold them really close to my heart. And I know he knows that, but I'm just letting you know again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uncle. (laughs) I think that's so beautiful. And I remember in a previous episode, you have expressed how fearful you were if your dad found out just because of how often you talk about him on the show. And he said something I think was really affirming. He said, it's your truth, you know? And I think that that's what we all hope to hear from our loved ones. You know, those words of affirmation, Um, I tend to find that a lot of families, including mine, are very much about acts of service, not necessarily words of affirmation. And so for myself, one of the things I will forever be starving for is words of affirmation from my family. But the good thing, but the good thing, Nani, is that because of a podcaster, I have people reach out to me all the time. And so that's sort of my way of filling in that void in the meantime, um, especially as my sister now wants to get in touch with family and I am in a better place in my life to be willing to start opening up those conversations. But really, you know, I have to give credit to what we do here on the Tifa project and even your support, Nani, because I don't think I would have ever arrived to this place where I want to find healing in my own family. Um, right. it's, a, it's a big for me considering how I'm out here on the East coast and everyone's back in the West coast. And I like it. I like the distance, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, I do have that desire to be close to them and I feel like my sister is going to create sort of that safe net or that bridge for me to come back into family. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. I just love that whole section for your dad. So shout out to you, (laughs) uncle. And then of course, of course we have Leah again, uh, being one of our members. So just as a reminder, you know, the supporters are people who support us by buying us Boba a couple of times, a one-time purchase usually. And our members are those who are supporting us monthly. And so Leah, shout out to you again for also, actually, it's funny. We had a side conversation about this. The only reason why she became a supporter at first is because there was like some technical issues with becoming a member. So then oh. once she fixed that, she became a member too. And I was like, oh, oh. I was like, well, thank Leia. you for the persistence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the next one, we're not going to say the name. You all have to get on biasboba.com <laughs> to see what it is, but it is CAD again. So shout out to CAD for not just supporting us one time, but now being a monthly member and supporting our show. So Nani, any thoughts about your fiance? <laughs> yes. Shout out to my fiance. He's very supportive and Yeah, I think like I mentioned with Marissa, who I guess will be the next episode, if you guys are listening to this now, Mm -hmm. you know, he really encourages me or tries to encourage me to stop downplaying myself so much, you know, often. And I think that this is just another way that he's trying to do that. So thank you, Beba. (laughs) Love it. Next person is, I don't see my husband on here though. No, I'm just kidding. He supports me. Okay. Just so y'all know. You know, a lot of the funding for the show is because of the work I do with my husband at US Bet Wealth. So he does support. He's very much behind the scenes. Um, (laughs) And so there's that. I shouldn't totally treat him that way. But yeah, (laughs) love you, honey. All right, next one. So next person is Kat. So shout out to Kat. Thank you so much for your support in our community. And we're just excited to continue to build a community with you. And the last one is Sheena. So Sheena, shout out to you as well. Thank you so much for your support. But Nani, that was a lot of people, (laughs) right? I know. Oh. That was a lot considering how like we've been like subtly announcing this, right? Like through the newsletters and just kind of putting it there out there in our Instagram stories and sort of casually talking about it. It's amazing how people have picked that up and actually sought out our website by yeah. to support us. So everyone, thank you for everyone that kind of like uh, paid attention to the finer details and our subtle messages. Thank 
thank you for spotting that. Thank you for supporting. And, you know, this episode is really to celebrate you and your continuous support for us and giving us more conviction to do what we do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. None of this would be possible without you. And if you haven't been taking on note to those subtle announcements that we've been making, this is the official announcement that Chismas with Jen and Nani is launching in the next few weeks. And so that content will be made available for you guys. Well, for these exclusive members that we have just named and recognized. So if you want to join, you know how to do it. Biasboba.com. Awesome. Love it. All right. Well, other than that, uh, I just, again, you know, for someone that feels so like not rooted right now, (laughs) dealing with a lot of personal issues, conversation for another time. It's really nice to have this community here, Nani. Like, you know, I was just thinking, I was reflecting on, you know, how hard it's been for me to really, again, feel rooted out here. But the common theme I find, and I tell my husband this quite often is like, if it wasn't for podcasting, like, I don't think I'd have friends, you know, I'd be like stuck at home. Like it, it just be so hard to meet people in, in this weird time right now. And so I'm just eternally grateful for all of you, for your support, for the community you're building with us. You know, we're just eternally grateful. Like I know that we, I know often you tell us how much you appreciate our show, but I just want to let you all know how appreciative we are, what we are for you. You know, when you make yourself visible to us, when you reach out to us, when you leave us a five-star review on Apple podcast or Podchaser or on your preferred podcasting platform, or even if you email us, just so you know, like sometimes that one email, that one text message, you know, that one review makes my day. It helps me get through the day. And so I just can't thank you all enough for filling up my cup as well. Yes. Yeah. Everything she said. (laughs) (laughs) So with that said, Nani, let's go ahead and share another exciting, oh my God, another exciting announcement. I can't believe how many amazing announcements that we have. But part of our new efforts for biasboba.com and for really just the Tifa project in general is we're going to be holding live workshops now. And uh, at the time of this recording, you may have received an update about this in the email probably the week prior. But if you're hearing this for the first time, tomorrow, April 17th, 2021, we are having our first live workshop with Marianne Clark from the Filipino MomCast. So we're really excited to be working with Marianne from Filipino MomCast to be presenting something amazing tomorrow at April 17th at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. So Nani, you want to give us a little tease as to what to expect if people join us live tomorrow? Yes. If you join us live tomorrow, and if you've been a day one supporter of the TIFA project, then you will recognize we are bringing back Marianne Clark, who is, I think, episode four or something. Here, I'll check. One of the very first episodes that Jen did, even before I came on board, to discuss her, you know, where she's at since that interview, which was like two years ago, probably now or Mm -hmm. somewhere around that time. So this is real quickly. So episode five, episode five, which came out July 11th, 2019. Yeah. So almost two years ago. And since then, Marianne has built a pretty amazing life coaching business for herself where she specifically focuses on Filipino-American women and life coaching for Panais. And so she is going to join us tomorrow to give us a little insight into what she does and some popular things that she usually addresses with her clients, including the importance of celebrating community and really following that principle that we push here on the TIFA project of 
eradicating the crab mentality within our community. And so if that's something that you can relate to or something that you want to learn more about, uh, join us tomorrow live for our workshop with Marianne, which is going to be our, you know, launching event for Christmas with Jen and Nani. So it'll also give you a nice taste test into the type of content that we'll be talking about on that platform. Yep, exactly. And, you know, even if you miss it, the episode or the live show will be available for a limited time before we end up archiving it on Chismas with Jen and Nani. So join us live or check in within, you know, at least a week or two. I don't know when I usually take it down. We don't know. And that's the scary part. That's why you need to sign up for biasboba.com or join us live. So you are guaranteed to be able to participate in that workshop. So Nani, I think that's it. Like, I, I feel really good. You know, I feel kind of just relieved too, like, you know, thinking that we're going to be switching back and forth now from doing interviews to you and I just talking and and talking directly to the listener. Actually, you know, we do plan on moving forward, making time to acknowledge you, especially if you engage with us, because very often we're like, oh my gosh, someone messaged us. We should give them a shout out. We've been putting it off. Now we're going to make that time. So between now and two weeks from now, when we do another episode like this, email us, text us, you know, reach out to us if you want to get a a shout out by that next episode. Any thoughts, Nani? Yeah, no, I'm just really excited to be shifting gears a little bit with our normal routine and pushing ourselves really out of our comfort zone that we've built for each other on this show as co-hosts and creating new content, being, you know, in deeper community with the network that we've built and with our supporters on biasboba.com. And, you know, it's not just going to be the live workshops. We're also going to be hosting a series of other types of events as well that, again, you can only have access to if you are a member on biasboba.com. So yeah, just join us over there and we'll see you there. Awesome. Well, with that said, we love you all. Remember, if you have any questions or want to get a hold of us, we do have a phone number, 415-484-8329. You can also check out our website, tfawproject.com. I mean, there's so many other things, biasloba.com. Actually, go there first. No. <laughs> but uh, other than that, we love you all. Thank you all so much for your support. And we look forward to speaking with you in the next episode, or we'll see you tomorrow, April 17th at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time or 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. All right. We'll talk to you later. We'll see you you soon. Love you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.